Hey, this is LA Beast, and you're listening to the Mad Scientist Party Hour. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man who burned his pants and underwear in a satanic ritual and is now jacking his boner off in front of a horny demon. That's Jeff Clark. Sup? Happy spooky season. And transmitting to us from a buried coffin... The bearded booger-eating zombie known as Shuddy Boy. Yo. So we were kind of bullshitting during the Easter egg, and Jeff, you had some questions about about piss, and I felt like that's yeah, one of those science. things that's better saved for the main show because I know there's a little chunk of people that only watch us on YouTube, and if you're a YouTube watcher, you don't get the Easter egg. So. Some people might miss that. And if you have questions about piss, Jeff, I mean, we have to get the, the, the good word out to the people. The people. Specifically, I believe your question centered around how much it turns you on for a gentleman to pee on you. Is that <laughs> what I was hearing? Is that the correct? Yeah. Am I picking up that story correctly? The bits oh. and pieces got in the Easter egg. Great. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I, I've recently I become a fan of dude golden showers. Every time I, uh, no. I, I believe you said it's the only way you can get off now. Is that, did I catch that also correctly? <laughs> I want two cows to fuck me. Look who you set me up for, Kevin, you I, son of a bitch. Every time I, I piss, it smells terrible. Well, we got to the bottom of that. But <laughs> no, before I connected on Zoom, I had to uh, do a quick number one. And I feel like recently, and the older I get, my penis traps in more pee. So, like, if I if I shake at the end, it's just not good enough, and I have to shake longer, or else, like, when I start walking, uh, or, you know, when I, when I leave the urinal, like, I'll just fucking have, like, a wet uh, stain in my pants. Like, fucking just a piss release at the end. Then you guys know what I'm talking about, or is, is, yes. is my dick defective? Yeah. Yes, the, that's not your your dick at all, though. I'll take piss in the that's butthole. That's your prostate, buddy. That's just old age. That's just old age. That's you not uh, fully, em- your prostate not allowing you to fully empty your bladder in that situation, and then it eventually releases. Did you... Did someone put fingers in your ass for you to learn that? Or did you no. know that ahead of time? No, because one of the signs of aging is your prostate. You lose a little bit. You don't have as forceful of pee. But no, I have not had a prostate exam. I should. I'm old enough. No, they, they moved it up because I went and got a physical recently. That was when they you know told me the bad news about my blood work. And I was I was prepared to get fingered. And I was like... You know, palms were sweating. I'm like, oh man, this is probably gonna hurt. And then she was like, she's like, no, you know what? And you don't need. Uh... 
She's like, do you have prostate cancer in your family? And I was like, no. She's like, all right, well then, you know, you don't have to do that until you're 45. I do, though. Oh, you have it in your family? Yeah, my dad had it. Oh, fuck, dude. You got to go get fingered. I know. I know. You don't want your, your butt to kill you, man. Yeah, why don't you just finger him for him? I'm gonna put he that on the your, bottom of this. I'm gonna put that on your tombstone. Shuddy boy, got killed by his own butt. I mean, I would finger him, but I don't know what I'm feeling around for. You know, I might poke a duty, and then think, "Oh, Shuddy, I think you have ass cancer," and then he gets all <laughs> scared and stuff, and then, you know, that he goes into surgery for it. And they get the the charts mixed up, and they remove his penis, all because I fingered. Yeah, this all sounds bad. I don't want Kevin (laughs) checking me out for prostate cancer. Be like, wait a second, that's not your finger. (laughs) Uh, But I I have the same thing, Jeff, and that that sort of started happening in the last couple years, where you know, I'm sitting there over the toilet, and I'm wagging my dick around like one of those those things on the lawn that have the tentacles that spray water all over the place. Just like a sprinkler. No, the silly ones with the long, the long ropes that flap around, you know, like, like in Pee Wee's front yard. Yes. So, you know, I'll, and I'll, I'll just like, I'll strangle my dick with one hand and then slap the shit out of it back and forth. Like the three stooges for five minutes. And then I put my penis back in my pants and there's a, there's a fucking full piss comes out. Why oughta? <laughs> so yes, Jeff, to answer your question, that is just a symptom of getting older. All right. I was worried. I was I was weird. Uh and no, you're, it's you're only weird. gonna get worse. Yeah, because you know Looking how forward to it. You know how sometimes I, I like to pee sitting down? Yeah, I do too. I am a little I know we talked about this. But I'm a little insecure about talking uh, talking about it. Otherwise, I guess I'm <laughs> comfortable around you guys. But I was uh, this happened years ago when I was working at Living Social. But I was talking to one of my coworkers, and I was like, you know, just sometimes I like to fucking take a break from work and go in the toilet and just like sit there, maybe piss, maybe shit. I don't know, but like look at. Maybe my cause... phone, look at sports scores, pretty much take a nap for 20 minutes. And I went in a little further, like, detail about the thing, like, just like, I don't know, sometimes I'll look for games to handicap or to bet. And at the end of that, my coworker is like, all right, so all I heard is that you piss sitting down. Cool, dude. It's like, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've, I've pissed sometimes in the toilet barefoot, and then I feel little sprinkles on my feet. I'm like, wait a second. I'm pissing right in the toilet, but there's some little like microbial splashes that are flying out and getting on my feet. And I do like the break sometimes. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna do it's it's it's, it's too always much work standing to pee. Yeah. You need you need that you need that thirty seconds of it's relaxation. Nice. Yeah, it's nice to get a break sometimes. But I don't know, man. Uh, just pissing, sitting down sometimes is just like a nice little breather and i know all the piss is going in the toilet but that is way worse for post piss pissing your pants because why I'll sometimes Cause I, like, I'll, I'll sit on the toilet for like 10 minutes and just 
dribble up piss for, I don't know, every other minute or two. (laughs) I mean, I've tried that method before. And then when I stand up and pull my pants up, it's like an even bigger piss in my pants. I piss a whole bunch. Let's talk about pee is making me have to pee. Go ahead, buddy. Yeah. I mean, you're sitting down. You're sitting down right now. Let it fly. Yeah, just do it. I'm not peeing at my desk. I'll sometimes though. See how long I can hold it. After I pee sitting down, sometimes I'll I'll reach down and I'll just like downwardly milk my dongus and see if that'll get it all out. And then I'll stand up and pull my pants up and then I piss myself. It's it's like unavoidable. I need like a little. I don't want a full diaper, you know, because I'm. I'm not incontinent. I don't shit my pants. I mean, sometimes a fart tricks me, but I don't unknowingly shit myself. I don't unknowingly piss my pants. But maybe no, like you, a little. You're right. You don't unknowingly shit your pants, but there have been way too many occasions where you've knowingly shit your pants. Not enough for me to be a diaper guy, but I wouldn't mind mm-hmm. a diaper for my dickhead, you know? Like once the piss is done, you put like <laughs> that little diaper helmet on. You put your dick back in your pants, and then when your dick is like, ha-ha, got him, it's like, nope, you didn't get shit. You just pissed in that mini diaper. You didn't piss my pants. Fuck you, dick. Is there a dick mini diaper? Is that something we can kind of invent? Should that's what we, should we go on Shark Tank for it? Yeah. Let me, let me look on Amazon Cuban. first. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just search and see if anybody's beat us to the punch yet. Yeah, we're going to need a uh, $300,000 investment for five percent <laughs> so far so good mini diaper only auto completes to mini diaper bag mini diaper pail mini I'd be honest, diaper... i'd be a pushover in those negotiations if you gave me three hundred thousand, i'd be like you know what you can just keep the idea just, yeah i'm cool with that just give me give me the 300k does mini diaper for penis head sound like a good search term sounds perfect that's exactly what we're looking for okay enter Loftus International Dirty Diaper Toy. That is a diaper with a poo stain on it. Nope, that's not what we're looking for. And then we have Close. Tons Modal Men Breathable Underwear. Open hole briefs for foreskin special penis pouch. Uh, What? <laughs> Okay, I don't know if you guys can see this on my phone, but that's what this is. Yeah. And then this is their little graphic. It looks like an elephant sneezing. Whoa. Sneezing with his eyes open, though, right? Then they have this. Eyes are, like, popping up. It's cartoon drawings of three different dongs. Why is that on this? The one, says the, how the one ju- on the right how looks judge phimosis. Right, what's one it, yeah, what's, one at a time. What, what's phimosis? I don't know. Jeff, you seem to be the secret vocab wizard. Do you know phimosis? Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> um, I can't. I have no idea what phimosis means. Okay. I think phimosis is a condition of the male foreskin where the skin is tight and unable to retract back behind the head of the penis. Oh, oh, 
That sounds horrible. So those little, so that's what that underwear is to correct. Oh, and those yeah. pictures are so you can gauge how badly your how bad your phimosis is. Yeah, so you're supposed to poke your dick through that hole, and then that hole keeps a tight wrap around your dongus, and then it pulls your foreskin back. All right, definitely not. Phimosis may diaper. look like a rubber band of skin around the tip of the penis. I don't think that's exactly. I don't think that really helps. With, you know the issue, though. Well, I think with which issue? This is good news that not pissing nobody, my pants when I'm done peeing. Well, no, that's not going to help. That's not going to. Jeff, we are on a we're on a tangent here, buddy. No, the good news is it doesn't look like anybody has uh, invented that yet. So we could go to Mark Cuban and pitch him mini dickhead diapers. M D H D mini dickhead D H D. It makes it sound official. Right? All right, Dibs. We called Dibs on that idea. That is now property of Puminati Inc. And MSPH Enterprises. Yeah. That. Nice. Got him. Fuck yeah. Does that help or you feel is it, better? Do we do piss? MSPH Enterprises International? Hmm. That will save us if some sneaky Canadian tries to steal our idea. Yep, international. Or it's worldwide. Or T Dog McDrugs decides he's gonna release this in Norway. Yeah. We need to have that market unlocked too. Although for a fee, we'll let him franchise in Norway. It, it, it's called licensing, and we will license it to anyone who wants it for the right price. Exactly. So, Thanks for cleaning that up for me, Shadi. You're welcome. Jeff, after you thought that jizz was spelt with a G, did you think that... I just spell it with a G. Did, did you think that Gizmo of the Gremlins franchise was Jizmo? No, I just I just understand because I am an example of this that G can be pronounced in several different ways. All right. So you always just assumed Oh yeah, Jizz and Jeff are the that, same. That's that's my thing, is I don't assume. I don't. <laughs> I I guess he, he does that, Jeff is very progressive. He doesn't assume how a G wants to be pronounced. Yeah, I, I would ask. I would ask that G how it feels about a pronunciation. Well, it's very important that you you now know how to properly spell jizz because that could have been embarrassing. Yeah, it's often that I write jizz in my uh, baseball and football handicaps. I mean, what would happen if? Uh oh. Um, no, you're gonna get it. You're gonna get it. You're gonna land this plane. Uh, what would happen if Troy Palomalu saw Taylor Swift up in the stands and jizzed on the floor, and then someone slipped on it and fumbled? You would have to write about that in the article, like. Oh, I know I bet on the Cowboys, but I never could have 
uh, predicted that he would jizz on the floor. Which uh, which part of this do you want to tackle first, Jeff? <laughs> which, which, who, I mean, who, first of all, kudos for him knowing a football player. I mean, granted, he's retired, but ah, he's retired. He, who keeps clicking the fucking thumbs up on my screen? That wasn't me. I don't know. I saw I, that. I just bubble. saw that. I thought that was cool. That must have been you. Um, for Palomalu also was defensive, and he didn't play for the Cowboys. No, no, no. Someone on sure. the other team slipped on his jizz. Oh, Jeff has a heart. Um, I don't know. I would probably, I would probably just play it safe and rewrite jizz to ejaculate it. <laughs> ah, is the use, G- use the medical term. Is the G silent and ejaculated? <laughs> I don't know if Grammarly covers that. Hold on. Let me spell giz and a doxa. Oh, wait a second. There could be a G or a J in ejaculate. Hmm. I'm going to just say nutted. Yes. Yes. <laughs> None of them's got the sk- squiggly. Neither one of them. But Grammarly still an umlaut, an umlaut over the the G. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I mean that's what we're kind of half here for. We have fun whilst we learn. Jeff learned how. Yeah. To spell jizz, learn what's going on with him pissing his pants all the time, and I'm sure that helps somebody out there in the ether as well. Sure, hope this so. is what we aim to do. Yeah, I feel like I resemble the common man, and if I have these questions, so do other listeners. Yeah, that's a safe way of looking at things. I believe. <sighs> um. Huh. Have either of you guys watched any of this new Netflix show, Fall of the House of Usher? No. Someone sent me a monologue, uh, the Lemons monologue. Did you see that already? Yeah. Carl and I just watched that episode last night. That was episode three. It's kind of a pretentious, douchey monologue. And the person who gave it to me didn't really say whether or not they liked the show or not. So, I don't know. I was kind of left, like, blown in the breeze. Are you going to give it a, a, a positive or, or negative recommendation? Oh, I think it's awesome. Really? Yeah. Are you familiar with The Fall of ha- the House of Usher, Jeff? Do you know who wrote it? I, I Googled it, and it's Edgar Allan Poe, right? Yes. I didn't know that beforehand. I'm not going to listen. You could have ju- you, you should have. I would have been very proud of you if you would have just with confidence said Edgar Allan Poe and left out the I had to Google it part. Edgar Allan Poe. Well, there are things that I know and there are things that I don't. And I'm not afraid to admit what I don't know. <laughs> well, sometimes you are. Sometimes you can see the hesitation in your voice when you give an answer you're not sure about. He who hesitates masturbates. Kevin, are you a fan of the fall of the Usher? <laughs> I actually, when I first saw that, I was like, what? Like, are they going to talk about Usher getting herpes? Like, I thought it was going to be like a documentary. <laughs> oh, yeah. This Wait, is the story they... about Usher getting herpes from a fat chick. 
Wait, uh, did they did they already do the fall of R. Kelly? And now they're doing the fall of Usher. <laughs> Uh, I I am I am definitely recommending it. It's fucking sick. It's it's like succession. Is there any? But is there any nudity? Yeah, that's nudity. It's it's like succession with horror. Yeah, there's tits. I think there's also babushkas. There's a dong or two flapping in the wind. I think. So that kind of that kind of. Equates to a wash for you, Jeff. But um, yeah, let's go again. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! I'm I'm oddly turned on. No, doing <laughs> <Stealing> things <laughs> to my penis. <laughs> but it's it's fucking cool, man. It's like um, it's it's like if Succession had um, Twilight Zone twists at the end. It's it's got really really good writing. It's you know follows an ultra rich family that are kind of like they kind of got their money from pharmaceuticals, like uh, kind of like the Sackler family. Like they created a a painkiller that people got just widely addicted to and kills like tens of thousands of people every year. And you know opioids. People, that's cool. People are always out for their throats, but they're like, "Fuck you, we're rich. Suck my dick, bitch." Ooh, boo. I'm a fucking house of usher. I'll never fall. But it, it's, 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 it's pretty sick. Like the, the writing in it is really good. All the characters are really interesting. And then there's creepy violent shit that happens. How long is it? Or like how many episodes are in it? Eight. It's eight episodes. They're about an hour each. Carla Gugino is in it. Mark Hamill. Uh, I think his name is, Bruce Greenwood, I think that's the guy's name. He's he was in like all the Star Trek movies. He's been in a bunch of shit. He's like one of those well-known character actor guys, but it's fucking solid. Has Carla Gugino been nude in anything? I think she's been nude in a bunch of stuff. Wasn't she nude in Sin City? Yeah, I think she was. It's a great mushroom movie that I've watched in years. Yeah, There's a possibility cool. that will come up later in the show. Who knows? <laughs> Jeff, have you get been caught up in any of the horror movie watchings going on at your house? I know Cheech and Bill have been in full uh, Halloween season mode. And uh, Bill doesn't like properly use his Letterboxd account. So... I don't get like there's no updates like there's no diary for his movie watching. No, the, I know the the most recent one they watched last night. Excuse me, was uh, the House on Haunted Hill, the Vince the the old Vincent Price one. Oh, the one from the seventies, I think. The original. I think it's the fifties, right? It, it could be the seventies, whatever. Um, I love that movie as a kid. Really? Um, yeah. And I thought the one with Jeffrey Rush was like underrated. And Famke Jansen, maybe? Oh, yeah. Was K-Diggs? that K Diggs? Yeah. That was the one where, like, so, every time they showed a spooky bad guy, he was like, like they shook their yeah. heads all fast. Yeah. Um, and it, it, uh, Jeffrey Rush is a roller coaster tycoon. Yeah. Just into in it for the thrills. <laughs> 
They watched that last night and then they watched The Thing, which I've never seen, but my brothers insist that I would like it. And did you like it? I didn't watch it. I'm saying. I've watched it this year. It's very good. And that also might come up at the same in the same situation as Sin City. Oh my goodness. Never know. A lot of force. Well, I saw two characters from that movie, so I'm happy it's only me and Kevin playing. He can't take both of them. <laughs> um, Where are you at in your uh, horror watch movie or horror movie watchathon? Oh, I've been going for it. Watched a cool one last night because Carl and I were kind of just scrolling around and she's not big into horror movies, but since her and I started dating, she's been more into them. So we were just scrolling through Prime and there was a, a movie we scrolled past called The Black, or it was just called Black Death, which I had never heard of, but it's from 2010 and it's got Sean Bean, Ned Stark, yeah. and um, another Game of Thrones or the, the, the Red Witch. That well, lady's in it. Melisandre? Yeah, yeah. Or Melisandre, whatever her name is. And then um, Eddie Redmayne. I was like, wow, there's like name-worthy people in this. How have I never even fucking heard of it? And it's kind of, it's about the the plague set in the, the, the 1300s when the Black Plague hit. And it's, so, it's, a, it's a little bit of a horror movie worked around a plague story. And I, you know how you're skeeved out by cannibals, Jeff? Yeah. I, I get kind of skeeved out by plague shit. Why? I don't like, know. Um, well, like, does Contagion, does that count? A little bit, but I feel, I, I, you know, movies like Outbreak and Contagion and stuff like that doesn't get me the same way movies about the plague does. Like the medieval plague. Yeah. That generation or that era. Yeah, the Black Death. What was it from like 1349? Something about that just freaks me the fuck out. It's a very, it's a very specific guess. I think could be exactly thirteen uh, forty nine. Didn't it run for like a hundred years or something? Oof. I mean, that I don't know. That probably would have nuked everybody. Because I, I looked into it a little bit too, and you know, information doesn't stay in my head for too long. But I think I read something about how if you got it there was virtually no chance of surviving it. And it spread Actually. like fucking crazy. So it just murked. And I was also thinking, like I, I ran this by Carl last night while we were watching it. I was like, can you imagine what the world population would be like if that Black Plague never hit? Because it murked a lot of fucking people. Were you guys stoned? Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> but like... I'm just making sure. This sounds like a wonderful high conversation. Like, think about like hundreds, like, you know, that's like 700 years almost of family trees just growing and growing and growing and growing and growing. I mean, there could be, I don't, I'm not smart enough to do this math. And if, even if I sat down with time and a pen and paper, I'm not smart enough to come up with a formula. But, Whatever you're going to say, times it by two before you say it. Okay, in that case, I think we would have 40 billion people on this planet. Wow. You That's think there would be 
more than three times as many people or more than be about five times as many people as there are right now. I mean, yeah. Think, think about the amount of fucking that goes on over, you know, nearly 700 years of generational boinking. And people back then like to, they were like big nut busters, you know, they would have like 12 kids. Cream pie, and, cream pie enthusiasts, as you would say. Yeah. Cause I mean, I don't think there were rubbers back then. So everybody was just nut no way. Like there's no tomorrow. And all these babies, and then those babies get old enough and they become reproductive adults. And then they start, they, they get into the cream pie enthusiast lifestyle and it's just out of control. There would be so many humans. We could be, we could have been completely destroyed had the Black Plague not come along. What do you think about that, Jeff? Like we would have been already too populated and another... I mean, then it sounds like the, the Black Plague was like inevitable. I mean, people right? back then were, were fairly nasty. Like, I think rats were yeah, dropping, but, dropping like poo-poos in the water and then people drank their poo water. I mean, COVID cleared out a whole bunch of people too, so... I mean, that's like our modern era black plague. I think I'm that, looking on Wikipedia right now. It's apparently the most fatal pandemic recorded in human history, causing the deaths of 75 to 200 million people. It was from 46 to 53. And, uh, excuse me, 1346 to 1353. So, that's, yeah, that's seven years is a long time to be quarantined. I don't think we would do that here. Yeah, could you imagine, like, you made it those seven years and then you're the last person to get it? You're like, ah, fuck, really? Seven years I, of dodging this shit? I wonder how quickly it killed people. I think it got you We couldn't quick. even survive the first three months of, or the first two months of COVID without upsetting people. If we had to go on for seven years, we'd never make it. Yeah, and the, I mean, that put up some consistent numbers. I mean, the world population in the 1300s, you know, I don't think it had reached a billion yet. And you fucking murk 200 mil. That's a nice dent in the fucking global population. No, according to this, uh, according to Wikipedia, the plague may have reduced the world's population from 475 million to 375 million, which... I guess would be on the short side since they're saying that the uh, the 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 black plague kills somewhere between seventy five to two hundred million. Well, you also have to remember that while these people were dying, that is seven years of babies being born. So two hundred million people very well could have died, and the remaining three hundred million had a hundred million babies in seven years. Do you think once those babies grew up, that generation was called like plaguers? You know, we have the boomers. Uh, pipe I don't down think Plager. they did that back then. They could barely read. Yeah, they didn't have like clever names for generations. Like, <laughs> the, like the millennials. Yeah. But either way, Black Death was a pretty fucking cool movie. And it was set back in 13. Is that is that how you knew that? It's obviously how you knew the number like off the top of your head, huh? 
No, I have I have a cattle decapitation shirt that says let's let's party like it's thirteen forty nine. And and I just knew that it was a reference. That's dark. <laughs> according to the uh according to the color graph here on Wikipedia, thirteen forty nine was the second deadliest year it would appear in the plague. So Cattle decapitation really knows their plague history. Yeah. I am going to go pee real quick. I'll be right back, and then we'll play a game. Sick. I wonder if Shuddy Boy's going to piss his pants when he comes back. Let's ask him. I'm not. No, you don't know. You could have damp undies when you get back, Shuddy. Well, that is true. That is true. Are you pissing right now? I'm on my way to the bathroom right now. (laughs) Uh, are you, you're not, you know, plague, plague shit in movies doesn't freak you out, Jeff, huh? Not like cannibalism. I mean, I guess, no, not like cannibalism. I'm not really into anything pre cars. Oh, that's We've talked about this. Yep. I guess just, you know, so does killers, I can't relate. Killers of the flower moon. There are those old timey Aruga cars in that. So that, that makes the cut, right? I guess I'm going to watch killers of the, was it Killers of the Flower Moon? Yeah. I'm going to watch it regardless because I, I, you know, Martin Scorsese is my favorite director and Leonardo DiCaprio is, you know, probably my favorite current actor. Um, But it was three and a half hours. Yeah. Man. With no intermission. No intermission. Scorsese. No Scorsese's intermission. Got some, he's got some fucking nerve putting out a movie like that. And I, I heard him talk about it too. And he was just like, what? People sit in front of the TV for five hours at a time. It's not the same fucking thing, dude. It's not the same fucking thing. Were you turned off? I, I Obviously, we got to get back to the... Uh, oh, here, study. Were you turned off by the, by the, the, the length? 100%. I was a little bit. Because it's, you know, for, for no breaks... Like, I get what he's saying. Like, Jeff, you can sit sit on the couch and watch eight eight hours of football yeah i do even in a three-hour game i do take a piss though yeah or like go get another beer i mean that's why i went and saw it at alamo draft house so if i wanted more shit they'll just bring it to the table did they have an intermission no and yeah when i went and saw hateful eight I saw it at the ArcLight because they had like a, what, I think it was like an 80 millimeter showing or some some shit like that. and They had an intermission, I think. They did, yeah. Usually movies of that length will, and I was I was surprised when it didn't. Yeah, but, his whole thing is that he wants to like bring cinema back or save cinema or whatever. And it's like, I feel like it would be better, it'd be better off if you had an intermission. Right, because then that gives people the chance to, you know, buy shit, buy buy concession stuff. Obviously, you're good with the Alamo Draft House, which so bring it right to your chair. But gives people the opportunity to spend some more cinema commerce, kind yep. of indirectly helping what he wants to help, or not even indirectly specifically. Well, Shuddy, you're back. Did you piss your pants? I did not. No. There's no damp spot in your undies right now. No. How do? You, what's your secret? How'd you do it? It ha- does it really happen to you every time you go pee? Pretty much. Oh, a lot. 
you know where it happens the most is the gym. And I'll be walking around the locker room with just a wet spot on my pants. It's kind of embarrassing. So now, <laughs> then I have to go stand in the dark sauna and, and, and fucking dry out the piss. You're like hunched over, go, <laughs> trying to <laughs> blow dry your dick piss stain. Yeah, we got one of those air dryer things, and I just put my kind of, you know, point, <laughs> point it down towards my dick. This isn't what you think. <laughs> it's, a, it's an age thing you kids wouldn't understand. <laughs> well, I mean, Shuddy, do you just strangle the life out of your dick to make sure all the pee comes no. out? No. I shake it a couple of, like it happens to me, but it doesn't happen frequently or a majority of the time I pay. So I guess my prostate is stronger than your guys. Look at Shuddy Boy showing hmm. off. Shots fired. Wagging his dick in all of our faces again. But you're back and you have a game to play, right? I do. Can I take a, a shot at the intro? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty yeah, sure I know what it. this is, right? Yeah. Letterbox D, Letterbox D, it's Letterbox D, the D stands for dick. Stands for dick. It's the Letterbox D game. Oh, that's right, Letterbox D. I put together a Letterbox D game uh, with a theme. Sick. It's a long one. Oh, boy. Uh, but if. The theme is guessed. It is 10 bonus points. But it cannot be guessed until the last person. Okay. I think I understand what you're saying. Yeah. at The, it, the guess is at the end uh, on the theme. Okay. You get all of the information, no pre-guessing on the theme. Well, I mean, if you want to pre-guess right now, we can get an instant victory if somebody can guess the theme. You only get one guess? Right now, for the pre-guess, yes. Oh, no, all right. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna listen to as much information before I, I guess out the uh, before I guess the theme. I'm gonna guess that these are movies that Jeff reluctantly masturbates to. <laughs> I don't know that it, they'd be considered reluctant. They're all going to be animated. <laughs> uh, all right. The first person. Snow White. Uh, this is one. I'm doing this first because I know Jeff is going to not like it. Uh, Mr. Tom Savini. What the fuck's a Savini? <laughs> what, what am I guessing for this guy? I don't even know who the fuck this is. And these are movies Tom he's acted Sa in? Yes, movies he's acted in. Can you use Tom Savini in a sentence? Jeff, name a Tom Savini movie. That is your sentence. Oh, all right. Uh, Tom Savini was in The Lost Boys, The Tribe. Tom Savini. What's a movie everyone's been in? He's Tom Savini, just for some context, Jeff, Tom Savini is more known as a horror makeup artist. I'm going to guess Dawn of the Dead. It's a pretty good guess. Um, 
considering he was in both versions of that movie. Yeah, we're gonna take there. Dawn of the Dead off the table, both of them. We're gonna let the both be Jeff's answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Um Pussy. I'm just gonna guess when he was uh oh god, I really want to get the character's name right, but when he was um was he Love Gun or Fuck Gun in From Dust Till Dawn? Oh, I knew that was him. Son of a bitch. Okay. I mean, so, I don't think that's going to be his number one or in his top three, but. From Dusk Till Dawn comes in at spot number four. Oh, fucking Dawn of crushing. the Dead from 1978 and Dawn of the Dead from 2004 come in respectively at five and six. Cheetos, Crunchos. Number three, Friday the 13th. The OG? The original. The original, yes. He was in the movie, not just like the the makeup artist? Yes, he was uh, in Friday the 13th, uh, uncredited as Knife Killer. Oh my goodness gracious. So I'm guessing he was Uh, Jason's mom stabbing people? He must have been. Uh... He was in Perks of Being a Wallflower, which was number one. That's a good movie. Or number two. I'm sorry. Number two. And number one was Django Unchained. Ooh. He was Tracker. Another good movie. In that film. That one's due for Tom Savini is your first clue to the theme. Second actor. Danny Trejo. Man, dude's been in everything. Oh. Fuck. Uh, I'm going to say from dusk till dawn again. <laughs> I'm going to go Con Air. Oh. Fuck you, Jeff. Get so many stars in it. Comes in at number six. I wouldn't oh, fuck that God. dick with her pussy. From Dusk Till Dawn, you. number four. How fucking dare you? I mean, you? We have to break the top three to make any points, right? Yep. Uh, number nice. three, Anchorman, The Legend of Ron Burgundy. Man. Number two, Minions, The Rise of Gru. Ah, come on. Shouldn't even fucking count. We, we should be able to filter uh, animated. And number one, <laughs> Heat. Oh. Damn Good it. Movie. Yeah. It, it's been way too long right. since I've seen Heat. I got to rewatch that as well. All right. Number three. Uh, Cheech Marin. Right, you're going first, Jeff. I'll take piss in the butthole. Wrong game. Oh, oh well, I guess what I'm asking is that are there specific ass doctors? God. <laughs> I have two guesses in my head. 
I'm going to go off the wall and just hope that it's right. I'm going to go tin cup. <laughs> I'm just going to let Shuddy Boy. I'm going to give Shuddy Boy some time to scroll down and find that. Um, I'm going to guess the Lion King. So tin cup comes in at number 30. Butt cheek fuck me. Below all of the Cheech and Chong movies. That was too easy. And I didn't know. Is there just a Cheech and Chong? Like just a, that's like the only, that's the title of the movie. I feel like they all are Cheech and Chong colon something. Uh, Well, I mean, actually Nice Dreams is below Tin Cup, but Up in Smoke is Cheech and Chong's Up in Smoke. Uh, Beverly Hills Chihuahua also came in higher than Tin Cup. (laughs) Um, From Dusk Till Dawn was number six. Okay. Cars was number three. Cars. Number two was The Lion King. Meow, 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 meow. So Kevin's on the board with two Halloween points. Halloween-themed white chest. Number one was Coco. Oh, my goodness. Man, he's... I don't even think I know what that is. It's Pixar. It's another animated movie. That's pretty crazy. Like, the you know, people sometimes... I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but... It's kind of crazy that a guy who got his start just doing reefer movies, his top three movies are Disney. Yeah, dude. Well, I like that. here is a gentleman whose top three movies are not Disney. A great actor who unfortunately will not be gracing the screen with his presence any longer. Mr. Bruce Harvey Lewis. Weinstein. Oh. No, uh, yeah, well, I have a Harvey Weinstein take that, uh, that goes, oh, God. that we'll talk about that I can't discuss. At, I'm not at liberty to discuss at the current moment. Good Lord. You're telling me on October 23rd, 2023, Shuddy Boy has a hot take on Harvey Weinstein, huh? No, no, not a hot take. Not a hot take. <laughs> Just. All right, uh, Bruce Willis. Is it my turn to go first or Jeff's? Yes, it's your turn to go first. I mean, you know the theme. It's got to be Die Hard. I feel like, oh man, I'm gonna overthink this. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna actually no no no. I'll go Pulp Fiction. I wasn't gonna go. Look who's talking. But I'll go Pulp Fiction. What the. Fuck, Jeff. Look who's talking is what you think on October 23rd, 2023, is Bruce <laughs> Will- could possibly be in Bruce Willis's top three most popular movies. How would anyone know Coco would be Cheech's top movie? I, I don't know. Like, it seems kind of fucking random. So, you, you, Pulp Fiction Versus- is your answer, though, right? Yeah. Unless Lick Who's Talking is a better guess. Six, seven, <laughs> eight, nine. I changed so, my answer. Look who's look talking. Look who's now. talking is number 39. Wow. Beavis and Butthead Do America is number 38. Great movie. I watched uh, that recently. Die Hard comes in at number four. Gavin, oh, no points. Oh, bitch. Human fecal matter. Number three is Split 
Oh, come on. Split is higher than Die Hard. Blasphemy. Number two, Moonrise Kingdom. Shit, I forgot about Wes Anderson. Yeah, me too. And coming off the top rope with a clothesline, Pulp Fiction. Jeff with Pulp Fiction at number one. Parmesan Man. poof. I was really thinking it could be a look who's talking for a surprise. Happy I switched the last second. All, All right, right, Jeff. Look who's talking too. Your turn to guess first. Michael Bean. Is that Mr. Bean's first name? I'm not even sure who this guy is. I think I know. Terminator? Damn it. He's... He is in Terminator. Yes, he is Kyle Reese. You are correct. Right. With that Thank guess. you. That was going to be you, my you guess. You did pick a movie that he picked that he was in. All right, I'll go with Aliens. Keeping it close. Well, uh, a personal favorite of Jeff's, The Rock, is number four. Oh yeah, forgot. great movie. Number three was Grease. I've never seen Grease. Number two. <laughs> Yes. Someone, I don't know whose social media was, but someone shared a video of Rob uh, Rob Zombie's Dragula song replacing the um, whatever song they were playing in the final dance scene in Greece, so the high school dance scene in Greece. It actually works pretty well. It's kind of sweet. <laughs> I finished, uh, number I finished two that. was Aliens. Hmm. And number one, lengthening his lead, is the Terminator. Parmesan poof. Wait, did Kevin guess Alien? No, I, I guess Aliens. Or he guessed Aliens. Okay, but all right, all right. Still, all right. number one. What's the score? You're winning six to four, Jeff. Six to four. Heading into. Yes, you can get ten, ten extra. Po- yes, you can. I know the theme. Kevin, you uh, know the theme. I don't know that you do, Jeff, because none of these are enough to to get to the specific theme. I think you're you're on your way. No, I know exactly what the theme is, but all right, let's uh, keep going. These are all Josh dudes Brolin. I've thought about while having sex. Josh Brolin. I, Kevin, you guessed first, right? Since I guessed Terminator first last time. Yes. Oh, yeah. I always get my Brolins crossed. But I'm pretty sure this is Young Brolin. This is Young Brolin, yes. Then I'll say Avengers Infinity War. Okay. I don't think I can beat that one. Um, Avengers Endgame. Or does he? Does that come off the, the list? No, that's kind of cheap. No, it's not. We. You gave me both Dawns, Dawns of the Dead. I think I'm, it's only fair I'm if Kevin gets one. Well, they're two no, different the, movies. Those, those, are the same, those have the same title. These are different movies. All right, I'll go Avengers Endgame. My backup guess would have been Sicario because that movie you, fucking you rules. Okay, well, Sicario was number eight. I knew you it. You need to stop playing it. 
you're doing a much better job of playing for the playing the people <laughs> and not playing your personal tastes, Jeff. I will say. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was number four. Dune was number one. Oh, Dune is uh, more popular than the Avengers movies now. Currently, because the new Dune movie is coming out, I would say. Well, I think it's it's uh, it it kind of the the lists are based on how many people have like watched it and reviewed it. I I don't know how that algorithm works. I'm not, but I think that's how it goes. But. Uh, Infinity War was number two, Endgame was number three. So Jeff is still holding a one point lead. Dookie boy, the cocksucker. Jeff, you're gonna go first for. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I've sprayed my shower head on my ass. Can I take the 10 points if I guess the theme correctly now, or do I have to wait? Kevin? I mean... Do you know the theme, Kevin? No, but if you guess now, you don't get to guess again later when you have more information, right? Correct. Yeah, but I kind of want to use my guess now, since I think I know it. All right. I'm into it. What? How did this break? My fucking Yankee coaster broke. Sons of bitches. Puss in Boots? Um, These goddamn motherfuckers. It's the Grindhouse movies. Oh, my God. He did fucking get it. He did. Death Proof proof and Planetary. This isn't my first rodeo, you pussies. I even went with, like, the lesser... it was progressively going to get yeah. more. Right when you said Danny Trey, I was like, oh, it's Grindhouse. I got this one. <laughs> I've known oh, it for, for a while now, actually. God damn it. All right. I'm going to point to my bum, Kevin. <laughs> you, now, you now have 18 points. Kevin can still. No, Kevin can't win, even if he gets. If you are. Get. Uh, if he gets all number ones. Well, I want to defend my honor. You're going to. We're not going to. Do stop. you have any We're honor? Not... No. Do you have any honor left? No. All right. Well, all right. What, so, what are we? Uh... Mary Elizabeth Winstead. What's she in? Besides Death Proof. God damn it. Can I say Death Proof, even though I already know that that's the theme? You can say Death Proof because that is a movie that is somewhere in her. Filmography. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. It I'll may go be in first. the top three. It may not. But I don't think it is, but I can't think of anything else. So I'll go with I'll go with Death Proof. I will go I'm just with giving you the three. I'm gonna go with a Hall of Fame five dicker that's on my Mount Rushmore. Yep. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. That is correct. That is number one. I knew you were gonna go there. Uh, Death Proof was number five. Number four was Swiss Army Man. Three, ten Cloverfield Lane. And number two was Birds of Prey and the Emancipation of One Harley Quinn or whatever the fuck the original long-ass name was. Flaptapulous Pupilotomous. Oh, and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. All right. Ah, then uh, Quentin Tarantino. Oh, who's going first on this? You are. Sir, you are. Pulp Fiction. 
I'll go from dusk till dawn. From dusk till dawn was number nine. Number three was Inglorious Bastards. Two was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. One was Pulp Fiction. Finish him. Uh, All right. Rosario Dawson. Jeff. Oh, I see Jeff has his scary filter on. I believe he said Sin City. But, but I just made sure my audio was going through the lights and whatnot. whatnot. Do, I, do I still sound I don't know what I'm saying. I'm doing it Sin City. my guess, yeah. Oh, uh, damn it. What the fuck? God, what's a bigger Rosario Dawson movie? Shit. Because I feel like that's up there. That's got to be up there. Rosario Dawson. Oh, I'm going to get this wrong, and I'm going to be very angry at myself. Uh, why can't I get anything other than fucking Clerks 2 in my head? It's not Clerks 2. I know this. Rosario Dawson. All I'm thinking is fucking Ahsoka and Clerks 2. And it's not those. Sin City is probably the number one, but... Man, I'm so fucking stupid. (laughs) Damn it! Come to me, Rosario! It's not happening. I have like a fucking... You didn't know any Rosario Dawson movies? I, For whatever reason, I, I, I keep mixing her up in my head with Ava Mendes. I, I was I this was a... close to saying fucking Training Day. And I was like, nope, nope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah our there. other guys. What if I, I can give you one? No. You want one? No. Honor, Jeff. I need my honor. That I don't so have. So which one? What are you going with, Kevin? Fuck it. You know what? Yeah, you, sh- shit. you should honorably tap out. I should. I'll just. I'll just say clerks too, because I can't fucking get anything else in my brain. Damn it. I was. In, I was going to be kids. So oh, I don't yeah. know kids if that isn't going to crack the top. But I, I was also thinking of that movie with James McAvoy. Um, but I couldn't even think of it. I couldn't even think of the title. So like heist or something like that. Kids comes in. Trance. That's what it was. The James McAvoy movie. Trans. Ten places higher than Clerks 2. Fucking farts. Which, so that puts kids at number nine. Clerks 2. Number 19. Was not at 20. Was. Ow. Yeah, number 19. Sin City was number five. Wow. You know what? I bet you it is going to be Ahsoka. Because I think Letterboxd sometimes puts like limited series up there. No? Okay. Zombieland Double Tap was number four. Oh, I forgot she was in that. She was like one of those bizarro people. Death Proof was number three. Shit. <laughs> shit. Uh, number two was the Lego Batman movie. Oh, shit. And number one is Sorry to Bother You. Oh, wow. I don't know what that is. With Lakeith Stanfield. That is a really, really weird movie. I like him. You would not like that movie, Jeff. Way too weird for you. 
Uh, And then we have two more. Rose McGowan. Who guesses first this time? Kevin does. Rose McGowan. She's in some... Oh. Uh, 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 Scream. God damn it. Up your chef. That was really going to be my only guess. Um... Fuck. Has she been naked in anything? Rose McGowan used to be hot before she got all. She was. Trump fucked her up, right? Isn't that what happened? Or was it a wine scene? Wine scene. Oh, I got to say that for the, the Easter egg. That was. The, uh, uh, no, no, Asian. we don't. We No, I didn't want to. No, we can talk about it now. I didn't <laughs> want to talk about it Uh before you guessed the theme, because when we watched Planet Terror, it had a very like the Weinstein company kind of, like appreciates your viewing or whatever. Kind of like uh, didn't brought age to well, you huh? by <laughs> by the Weinstein company. Yeah, like it was one of those like oh, that's <laughs> the Weinstein's used to be. They were the original Nicole Kidman's. <laughs> yeah. Like, so uh, you know, like you know, uh, besides the so obvious yeah, I just reasons didn't want to, to say, uh, oh, at the beginning of Planet Terror, the Weinstein Company scroll lo- was very cheery for what they put poor Rose McGowan through. <laughs> I mean, aside from the obvious reason that everybody should root for Harvey Weinstein's death, um, looping it back to the Kevin Smith world, so Dogma has been out of print and non-existent from streaming for a very very long time and i i'm pretty sure the reasoning kevin smith gave for it is harvey weinstein himself bought the rights to dogma and not like miramax not the weinstein company him personally so the um, you know i think every other kevin smith movie you can find in some way shape or form but dogma is just gone and I think it's going to be until that fucking disgusting piece of shit finally gets sent straight to hell. Uh, and then it can come out again. Well, why Why did Kevin Smith sell it to him? Probably made him a really good offer. So this is like that one disc Wu-Tang album that Martin Screlly bought? Or he's just like, hey, you're going to give me the only copy and I'm, and then I save it. Just, it's just in my library. There's, there's a lot of weird shit with that. You know, I mean, for movie nerds like my, like, uh, this might be in Rose McGowan's top three. Oh, or maybe she wasn't in it. I, I just went and saw it in theater, but this movie called Nowhere, uh, Greg Araki movie, he, he makes these like weird indie cult classics. And uh, that this movie Nowhere that Miguel and I used to watch constantly, where I got these drops. Tell me what it is. Montgomery. The that's been it, it. Never even got released on DVD. It got they put it out on VHS once upon a time, but the person that owned the rights to it just sat on it and didn't give a shit about it. And the rights finally expired, so that's why there's like a 4K revival, and they're going to be putting it out on disc soon. But like that shit happens all the time where just the wrong person or the wrong company ends up with the rights. They don't give a shit about it and it's just nowhere to be found. 
I don't know what led to Harvey Weinstein personally owning the rights to Dogma, but that's why it doesn't exist anywhere. Anyway, we're playing gotcha. some D. We're playing some fucking D. Yeah, what's your guess, Jeff? Uh, what, who's the actress or actor again? Rose McGowan. Kevin said Scream. <laughs> we're still on her. Uh, Jawbreaker, since it's the only other fucking word movie I remember for, from her. <laughs> I don't think that one. Uh, All right, Encino uh, Man was n- number eight. Jawbreaker was number six. Dude, Planet Terror was number four. Uh, Nowhere is number three. What number two is Doom Death or- Proof. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and number one is Scream. I I completely forgot that Jeff hadn't guessed yet, and I was just throwing out all these Rose McGowan movies. And he didn't take a single one of them. Uh, that would have been better than Jawbreaker. And finally... I'm just getting lazy because I already, you know, banked the win, so whatever. Yeah, this is garbage time for you. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Russell. Overboard. <laughs> Man, I want to say Tango and Cash because that movie fucking rules. That um, movie does fucking rule. <laughs> yeah, it does. That movie does rule. I love... A, you know what? I have a... It's a Clark classic right there. I have a this app that I've been using that's just a like a spinny wheel. So I put movies on it. So when I can't decide what to watch, I just flick that. Oh, that's cool. It's going, it's going on my movie wheel with, ironically enough, Jawbreaker. All right, so Kurt... I saw Jawbreaker I in had, the theater. I had such a crush on Rebecca Gayhart uh, back then. That was before my time. Rebecca Gayhart. Yeah, she was. Oh. The, uh, yeah, in Jawbreaker, it's relevant yeah. to the. Man, I feel like her career just died after that movie. Listen, was... guys, she was in From Dusk Till Dawn three, so her career didn't really tank. Um. All right, so Kurt Russell, I feel like we've done this before. I feel like the answer is... What fucking movie were we just... Oh, Tango and Cash. I'm going to go Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Shit. (sighs) All right. Which I don't even know if I've seen. Actually, I think I did see it. Then I'll go with The Thing. Big Trouble in Little Vagina. I feel like a so box Tango show and Cash just like came games. in at number 23. Oh my god, stupid app. Uh, the Thing was number four. Fuck me and the asshole. Oh, let me guess, Death Proof? No, Death Proof was number six. Okay. <laughs> Come on. Oh, I'm guessing. It last forever. I'm guessing. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two was number seven. Oh, no, I'm no. kidding, Jeff. It was it was number three. It was number three. <laughs> so you got a point for that. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, Forrest Gump was number two. He's uncredited as the voice of Elvis. 
Oh, that man. is horse shit. Uh, and number one was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, my God. How foolish of me. So, final score, Kevin. One, two, three, four. 16. Very impressive. Pretty good, Kevin. Very, Very impressive, impressive. Kevin. Oh, it's girthy. It's usually a score that wins. That would be a score that win would have won if Jeff hadn't had given you a chance at the bonus because Jeff wins 19 to 16. So if Jeff didn't get that bonus, I would have smoked him. You would have beat him nine, 16 to 9. Yeah. Oh, God! Damn it. So Kevin, Thanks. you can rest you can rest easy knowing that you really won. And really all Jeff got was a moral victory. Well, Jeff is still the one that goes home with the cash prizes and the women. That is true. He goes home to have men pee on him. <laughs> I wasn't listening. You gotta give me a little for getting getting the 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 which the I definitely mid game. See, I didn't think you were gonna be specific enough. I thought you were going to just tie it all to Quentin Tarantino. I thought that I had made it vague enough at the beginning that it could have been that the theme could be multiple things that are all related, but you were laser focused on it right out of the gate. Yep. I had Victor in my mind today, Kevin. You were never getting this W. <sighs> Whatever. I still got more questions right than you. Yeah. F you, Jeff. So you still lost, so whatever. Yeah, and I mean last week the Eagles played three football three quarters of football better than the Jets, and the Jets came out of nowhere at the end and won. It it happens. Yep. Another Great reason analogy. football is stupid. It happens, Kevin. You have to play a full 60 minutes. Yeah. Kevin got Kevin had more first downs and more yards. Come I on, you know I points. can't I can't last that long. <laughs> uh well, I teased it a little earlier in the show, but I did go to the Alamo Draft House to watch Killers of the Flower Moon. Wanted to see that yeah. on the big screen, even though you know, I, I was aware of its Daunting runtime at three and a half hours. This is what I'm most excited about for this podcast, to be honest, because uh, you know I love Scorsese, and I'm either way, I'm going to see the movie eventually. You you would text us on Saturday if we were going to see it this weekend, and you would text literally moments after I found out it was half three and a half hours long. Oh, really? Like, that was yeah. I did not know. Up until like two minutes before that text came in, and I was like, "No, that is I don't know how I'm squeezing a four hour movie into the next couple weeks. Like that's absurd." Yeah, dude, with traffic and parking, you pretty much spent damn near five hours in this movie. Pretty much, yeah. Because it was Fuck. it was a half hour drive to downtown because it was trafficy for some reason, and then so like, it works twenty minutes of trailers and shit. And then the drive back, yeah, probably close to five, but yeah, four and a half, solid. Was it worth it? It was. It kicked ass. 
It was awesome. It it, it and it, it it did feel long, but in all honesty, it didn't feel three and a half hours long. You went with Carl, right? Yeah, and it was one of those things where I kind of thought because she she hates that shit too. She gets turned off by long run times, so I thought she was going to be like, you know what, go see this on your own. But she was like, no, I want to see this movie so bad. I'll I'll go with you. It looks so good. It looks visually like it's a lot of fun. Like it's very engaging. It's got its, you know, being that it has a three and a half hour runtime, it can sort of play by its own rules. And the structure of it threw me off a little bit. And there's not too much I can get into without venturing into spoiler territory. But the way certain bits of information were unfolded and revealed to you was a little surprising to me. Um, Leo was, was, I mean, you see it in the trailers and they, they clearly gave him some prosthetic teeth to give him rotten looking chompers, but he's, he does this a lot. He's got like a beaker, beaker mouth. Like, I don't know if he's just, if that's the way he's starting to look now that he's getting close to 50. Or, I think he's over 50 now. I don't think no so. No way. I think he was born in 74. Okay, he's 48. My apologies. My apologies, Leo. But he, he almost had, it almost looked like he was doing a Marlon Brando Godfather thing. Like he like he stuffed his cheeks or something. But I don't know if that well, was Well, that could have been from teeth. the prosthetic teeth. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it was. But, I mean, everybody was fucking awesome in it. Like Lily Gladstone, who's the the female lead, she's. I think you can almost certainly say she'll be nominated for an Oscar, and I think she's got a pretty solid shot of winning it. She was pretty fucking awesome in this. I mean, it's no surprise that Leo and De Niro were great. The it, and it's got a fairly stacked cast. Like I was talking to one of Carl's friends that lives in her neighborhood, came over, and we were we were talking to her about how our plans to go see it. And she she was like, Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh, the um uh that's that new John Lithgow movie, right? <laughs> I was like, wait, what? That's that was the, the lead you went with? Like you don't even see him until close to the end. Like there's a lot of big names where I remember being a few hours into the movie and I'm like, where are these motherfuckers? But it's uh it, it wasn't you know, I saw some people saying that it's like Scorsese's best movie. It's like, nah, come on, Goodfellas, still the best. But it's I think it was great. Do you, do you have a favorite Scorsese? Uh, I'd probably go Wolf of Wall Street, Goodfellas, and uh, Goodfellas in the conversation. Wolf of Wall Street and The Departed. I it depends what day you catch me. No shit. I mean, what are your thoughts on Raging Bull? I don't really put in that conversation i thought it was boring i I did i thought it was boring i only seen it once um i mean it's good right it's well acted all that joe pesci robert de niro kill it but i wasn't i mean when you compare it to goodfellas or um even casino no way i mean i still think you know goodfellas is the best but i i I, i'll I'll put raging bull as a five dicker I love Raging Bull. Raging Bull was really good. Um, but <laughs> I mean, he does. Scorsese's got a good fucking track record, man. 
you know, departed yeah. kicks ass taxi driver, shutter Island. I feel like people don't give shutter Island enough love, but I fucking love shutter Island. The first time I saw that movie, it was one of my favorite experiences in the movie theater. Really? Yeah. I, oh, it was shit. one of my favorite movies I've seen in the movie theater for sure. I thought it was like, I don't know. I, I just thought it was maybe a lot more like intricate and like thought provoking than maybe it was like after like reading like people's reviews of it, it was like, oh, all right, maybe it was, maybe it was more simple than I thought, but I thought it was, I thought it was a mind fuck. And I came out of it like, Oh my God, that was awesome. Yeah, I agree. But, uh, I want I did want to, you know, I, I do appreciate Scorsese for trying to keep movies alive and trying to keep people interested in going to the theater. Um, I, I mean, it's, it's also kind of a weird move where he put, you know, the Irishman out on Netflix and then this one's going to Apple TV, uh, you know, shortly after theaters. I forget what the date is, but. That's I mean, probably when I'm going to wait to watch it. Yeah, waiting for Apple Plus probably. It's also heavy. Like, you know, it's it's tough. You know, when you're watching Goodfellas and it's just, you know, oh, who's going to backstab who? Oh, people are getting fucking beaten to death and stabbed and shot. The, you don't really see a lot of the consequences because it's like, ah, it's just fucking mobsters killing each other, you know. No real love loss there. But, you know, people getting murked in this movie, it's just like, ooh, that sucks. And then you see their their families break, bursting into tears and the funerals. It's, it is, it's a heavy fucking movie. So, um, it, I don't was know. It, was it like a, a mystery at all? Not really. I feel like... So Robert De Niro is just a bad guy, probably, huh? It could have been a mystery, but that was kind of like one of the things I was saying, like, without getting spoilerly, they sort of spill the beans at an interesting point in the film, where I was like, ooh, they maybe could have dragged that out a little bit longer. Uh, But... It's it's one of those movies that's, like, despite the, the runtime, it's... It's tough to go through that harrowing shit over and over again. It's like, you know, everybody that's seen it will say Schindler's List, great movie. But I'm, I'm guessing there's nobody that throws it on as much as Jeff does, unless, I don't know, maybe you're like a fucking <laughs> Nazi. Nazi. Uh, or Jeff, I, I Jeff mean, throws on Armageddon, I mean. <laughs> I mean, it's like a once a month viewing experience, Schindler's List. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't think you'll be able to watch killers of the flower moon like over and over and over because it's fucking depressing but it was well made well acted really cool shots um and it kicked ass it was a, it was a four dicker you're a weird robot again jeff <laughs> <laughs> Is it gone? Any titties? Any titties? Do you think? I think is what he what I read his lips say. That's what that's what I'm saying. Any any boobies? Jessica's. I can't remember. How do you not? It's three and a half hours. I mean, 
Uh, all right. There Tits weren't enough of them me. if he can't remember. I don't think... Oh, I feel like if there's less titties, you remember them. And it'll be out was... 45, at least 45 days on after release on Apple+. Plus. Uh, let me see. Let me see, because... IMD, we can IMD boner this. How do we feel about, um, how did you feel about, excuse me, not wait, you, how did you feel about Jesse Plemons? Was he good in it? Yeah. Uh, it does, I don't think there was any, any nudity, Jeff. The sex and nudity portion of IMD boner says, other than a few kisses, nothing to be concerned about. <laughs> Nothing to jerk off to, huh? <laughs> Unless you're you're into Leo's rotten teeth. You can bust one over that. Fuck it. I still can't believe a lot some of these directors that are still making these insanely long movies. Like Scorsese's eighty. You know, Clint Eastwood's in his nineties. It's, yeah, it's dude. tough Isn't, work. Did Clint Eastwood? Did he retire? Eh, I don't know. No. I don't think so. Let me see. The does he Gene have anything? Hackman you're thinking about? Let's see if he has anything in uh, pre-production. Let's see. Director, upcoming project. Uh, it yeah, he has a movie. In production called Juror Number Two, that he's directing with Tony Collette, Kiefer Sutherland, Zoe Deutsch, and Nicholas Holt. No shit. Yeah, and Clint Eastwood is 93. It's fucking crazy. He's gonna work till he dies. Could be any moment now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, I guess we'll have to wait forty-five days to see if Jeff and Shuddy agree with me. But uh, Martin Scorsese, another banger for Dicker at least. Didn't, it wasn't a horror movie at all, right? You can't like check that off your horror movie watch list, can you? No. Unfortunately, I mean, the Native Americans it might be, huh? Yeah, I mean, it was pretty horrific. Hmm. I just don't think it's going to count as a horror. Fair enough. We'll so, have to fit a square peg in a round hole. Just so seeing says, what's up. So says Fartin Scorsese. <laughs> Is that me? No. That's me. You're Fartin Scorsese? Yeah, I think I like Fartin Scorsese more than I like Queef and Tarantino. I mean, they're both great. I ran them both by Carl, and she hates them both. <laughs> Queef and Tarantino, Farton Scorsese. Farton Scorsese is actually really good, too. I got to think of another one. Yeah, who are some of like the, get there. the... Uh, Clit Eastwood? Nice. Shit Eastwood. That's a good one. Oh, yeah, huh? yeah. Shit Eastwood. You're right there. I know. If I write some, some, some short stories, I could be Edgar Allan Poe. There's got to be something there with Ridley Scott. 
Help me out. Diddly snot. <laughs> Maybe we're trying too hard. Ridley squat. Oh, yeah. Ridley Scott does rhyme with diddly squat. That's weird. Well, I said Ridley squat, but. Uh, who are some other big directors? Why am I? Why is my brain? James, James Gunn. Hmm. Yeah, can't. It's like cram. Not enough syllables to. Yeah, that one's tough to to cram farts, queefs, and shits into. Uh. Yeah, maybe we've reached the uh How about the bottom. James of that Cameron. Nope, I can't. I can't cram farts into that either. Alright. Well we tried. Fuck it. Yeah. We did our work. We did our work, gents. We did. We did a good job. Shuddy. I'm proud of us. I might be seeing you I'm proud of me. this coming week in person for the first time in years, right? Why are you saying that like it's in question now? I thought it was a done deal that you we were hanging out on Friday. Are yeah, you it's a done trying deal. to tell me something? No, it's a done <laughs> are you, deal. Are you telling me that Kevin's really pissed about how that game ended, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need words with you face to face about letterbox D. Kevin's gonna come into my home and just fucking beat the shit out of me. He's so mad. Gonna overturn that election. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to storm Shuddy's He-Man room. <laughs> I'm going to fucking Viking helmet and just the red, white, and blue. <laughs> but yeah, I'm making a, making a trip trip back east. Yeah, we're going to go out to dinner with Dom on Wednesday. Uh, nope, not on Wednesday. Dom, it's on Friday. The plans have not changed. Kevin's not coming out. It's Friday night. I misspoke. <laughs> Text him now. Text him now. You're going to hear something that yeah. was... Said mistakenly. Yeah, listen through before you react because I told him that there was, when we had first talked, I had told him that there was a possibility that you might come out Thursday instead of just Friday. And like he all he went on a like, what are we doing Thursday night? I'm like, whoa, <laughs> like, gotta, we don't know that Kevin's coming out. So let's, we don't. Th- Friday night, we're definitely hanging out. Let's just worry about that and maybe Thursday. <laughs> so I know he's he's pumped for it. I'm pumped. I'm glad that you're coming out to the East Coast again. Yeah. The Northeast, not just Florida. Yeah, yeah. I think Florida is going to be a bit less frequent for the for the next coming years. But uh, so that's going to be fun. Yeah, uh, and, it uh, was part of the motivation for me to get the living room painted and back together this weekend. Uh, so that way it was oh, trying disarray. to show off, show off for me. It's exactly what it is. <laughs> uh, I have some some serious cleaning to do, but but yeah, we've we've pre-taped some stuff that'll go up on Patreon. So if there's a queef or no queef that's going to post. There's a Kevin's nerd hole that's going to post. I got the new. Um, Super Mario game, Super Mario Wonder, which, holy shit, that game fucking rules. I'm glad you brought up video games because I purchased Spider-Man 2. Oh. 
and it is it fucking rules. Yeah, I mean, it certainly took them long enough to make that fucking game. I feel like that first Spider-Man came out so long ago. Yeah, it's it's really good. Man. I'm happy with that purchase. So, yeah. Good stuff coming to the Patreon. If you want to check it out, patreon.com slash Hour. We got the $5 tier, which has a, a bonus podcast that we do every week, and three seasons of Crafter Jeff Shuddy Edition, and then... Every now and then, there's a there's a, a freebie thrown in there from you know little samples of the the ten dollar tier shows like Queef or No Queef, oh, Supermarket Queefs, Dragon Ball Queef. There's a lot of queefing going on behind the paywall. Uh, <laughs> Kevin's Nerd Hole. What the fuck did I just watch with Shuddy and Dom? You guys have been cranking out a ton of those. Oh yeah, and we watched a pile of shit last time. Yeah, uh, Dom. Shot them dead. Dom's been torturing you, huh? Yeah, he has been. Uh, but we're um, we're gonna watch back uh, Leprechaun back in the hood next. That's our gonna be our Halloween episode. So you're not even going Leprechaun in the hood. You're we did watching... that one a couple weeks ago. Oh, that's right. So you're just gonna jump to the sequel. Yep. Going back to the Leprechaun. Well, I've only seen the yeah. first one with Jennifer Aniston. I've only seen Leprechaun, Leprechaun in the Hood, and Leprechaun Back to the Hood will be my third. I'm curious to see Leprechaun in space. I am also curious to see that one. I like it when horror But it doesn't fit my requirement of the movies I choose having a rapper in them. There's Oh, that's right. Yeah. So wait, this was your suggestion? This was my suggestion, yes. Oh my god. Because it has sticky fingers in it. Oh, from Onyx. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, check that out. Patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. You can also catch us on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. <laughs> <laughs> at MSPH Podcast. And at John Cooper Movie, and you can also hear Jeff when he's not a garbled robot giving sports advice and sports bets picks on Outkick Jeff. Outkick Jeff with sports. Outkick Sports with Jeff Clark. <laughs> yeah, if you Google all that, you'll find it. Yeah, yeah. Isn't and it you- Outkick Bets? Am I am I coming through oh, clearly? Yeah. Yes, you are. You are. All right, cool. All right. Yeah, it's Outkick Bets with Jeff Clark. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna hit up NFL Week Eight. I just um, released the uh, NBA Eastern Conference and Western Conference previews. Me and my buddies uh, picks to win the season long awards and the championships. So I'll be mixing in some NBA betting content, but it's mostly NFL betting content for the uh, until the end of the season. Yeah. So just Google. Jeff Clark is out and he kicks sports bets and you'll find it. Yeah, no point in the right direction. <laughs> and thank you all for listening, everybody. But until next time, something. Boopity beep bop boop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Why won't this work? Come on.
Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Oh! Oh! Ah! Hmm. Here we go. <gasps> oh! Almost elbowed my water over. Fuck. Oh yeah, this is gonna be a fun one. Ding a dang dang da dig a dang dang. Eat that daddy dick. <laughs> Eat that daddy dick. A little late to hop it on the Zoom, but uh, earlier than Kevin. And I was just trying to get trying to <laughs> but like. Didn't hear any of that. Uh, Kevin, <laughs> I have whipped up a letterbox D game. Oh, this is the bike who got me on the penis people. Penis people. Well, that's bonerific. Thanks, Shuddy. It's a fun one. It's a long one, also. I like Thank God for you, Shuddy. And there's a uh, th there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven people. People. And a bonus ten point question. This is the bloke who got me on the penis, people. So the odds fucking... should be fair for Jeff. I could fucking <laughs> go through concrete right now. You have me so hard. Yeah, can I play from the... Uh... From the kitty tees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do we have um, bumper lanes set up? <laughs> yeah, I uh, I have a bad feeling I'm gonna get just fucking trounced in this in this movie trivia. Kevin's gonna take out his Doug Loves movies anger out on me. Well, as we've seen, as we know, <laughs> Kevin is not good at this. Yeah, I made a fucking <clears throat> fool of myself. I believe in you, Jeff. Crawfish and <clears throat> shrimp. It's a fooey. They put it in my mouth. I don't believe in myself. I'll tell you that. Put I'll it in my mouth. I showed up a little late to the... Uh, I was trying to say this, but I showed up a little late to the Zoom. Still a little ahead of Kevin, but I was getting in the last second piss. Is this an age thing? But like... I feel like my bladder or penis retains more piss than ah. before. Uh, so, like, <laughs> I'll pee. I think I'm done. And should, then we, should we discuss I'll, this on I'll the main episode? Yes, we should. So. Yes, we should. So. <laughs> yes, we should. This is, we've got to dig into this. Oh, no. I'm having those farts again where it smells like there's a 
a natural gas leak. Hmm. That's not good. Just a couple of it's a couple of fucking dudes talking about pissing. What's wrong with that? Nothing. I just feel like, you know, it's uh it's important content. We should put it in the main episode, not the not the Easter egg, you know. This is this is the shit that people need to hear. Shouldn't blow our loads in the Easter egg. Blow our loads in the main show. <laughs> I'm gonna wait and blow my load in my own mouth. <laughs> blow a load in the air and try to catch it. <laughs> You think anyone's done that? Yeah. Like yeah. if we pornhub that, you think that'll like someone nutting into the air and then trying to catch it in their own mouth? Spell jizz with a J, right? <laughs> Let me see here. Cat, uh, guy catches giz in his own mouth. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna Google guy. Catches own jizz. Well, you didn't be you didn't you weren't very specific. That could be a guy catching it with his hand like an outfielder. Yeah. Oh yeah, guys eating their own cum compilations. Eight minutes long. Ugh. Now that's some time well spent. <laughs> <laughs> Man, these guys are uh, hungry. Hopefully you're Googling that on your work computer. I am. I'm actually not afraid of um, looking up weird shit on my work computer anymore. I don't know why. You don't think they're going to call you in and be like, Jeff, why are you using the work computer to search for guys eating giz? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think they, uh, I don't think they, they uh, are looking at my shit or inspecting me too heavily. I don't have like an out or an excuse to be like, oh yeah, it was work related. It's just not true. Yeah, I used to have that umbrella. <laughs> you can just straight up watch porn in the serious offices, I bet. Yeah. I mean I did. On a regular basis. <sighs> and it wasn't even to jack off to, it was just to pull audio for stuff. Like the for... like even for the would Jeff suck a dick in. So intro. he says. What's up, bitch? It's time to find out what it would take for Jeff Clark to suck a dick. That's porn. Oh, yeah. You never just went to the bathroom and rubbed one out real quick? No. Bathrooms always smell like poop. I don't want to jack off with someone else's poop in the air, you know? That's a bummer. Hmm. I know I'm German, but I'm not that German. <laughs> I have like a master bedroom in my apartment and I still I don't know I just like prefer to jerk off in the bathroom is that weird I live alone and I prefer to jerk off in the bathroom right. well you just said bathrooms smell like poo so you're okay with your own brand and jerking off in that I mean I tend to space out my shits and jerk offs Especially if I shit. Let's not all forget that Kevin has to kneel while he jerks off. So he's kneeling on the bathroom floor to do it. Yeah, but let's also not forget that Jeff dropped his phone on a turd in the toilet that was also harboring a pile of jizz. 
man. Let's not forget that. I'll, yeah. I know I'll never forget that. I mean, it, the two of you are fucking monsters. Still have that phone. Yeah, there was a bunch of giz riding my turd like a raft, <laughs> and then my phone landed on it. I called my mom this weekend on that phone. <laughs> Can you hear me now? <laughs> Does it sound like I'm submerged? <laughs> Yeah, maybe that's why sometimes your audio connection on the show gets all garbled. That's the sound waves trying to fight their way out through a whole bunch of dried up shit and jizz. Dried up jizz. I think my internet's and and, <laughs> and uh, jizzy turds. <laughs> I mean, yeah, when you watch online porn, you're supposed to nut on the router, right? <laughs> Isn't that what we all do? <laughs> yeah. Give me one stick of fucking jerking off on a router. <laughs> I gotta try it. Oh man. Well, your team really fucking showed Kevin's Super Bowl pick. Who who's boss? Good old Thunder fucking last night. Well, yeah, but it they they played with the Dolphins too much. There was too much foreplay before they slammed it in them at the end. Which finger under those pussies? Yeah, there was too much of that for my I'm liking. I'm gonna put my dick in. I'm gonna put my dick in. And beat the fucking one of the best teams in the league by double digits. Not good enough. Listen, the double-digit lead happened in the last four minutes of the game. (laughs) Let's, you know, it's like up until that last, that last touchdown, it could have gone either direction. I guess, but as an Eagles better last night, I was really never in fear of them losing. As an Eagles fan, after they did almost the exact same thing against a far inferior team in the Jets last week, it was scary up until the end with a high-powered offense that was just one big play away from being back in it. That's going to be up, though. Give them that. Yeah, I mean, that front, the the defensive linemen for the Eagles are ridiculous. Don't you think, Kevin? I've always said that. I've been, I was saying that five years ago. Yeah, but I'm I'm a little jealous that you just are completely untethered on the weekends on, oh, yeah, on football fixings. Sundays. Oh yeah, I'm fixing to fuck you. Yeah, you know, and, and I I think it also kind of stems from my childhood because I did. <laughs> yeah, it I, does. <laughs> I did make several attempts. You know, I was on a basketball team. I was on the wrestling team. I was on the golf team. I did like Taekwondo and shit for about five years. I mean, I sporty spice over here. I tried. I tried. I even tried to play football. My mom wouldn't let me. She said it was too violent for you. She, well, I mean, you know, she was, she knew what was up. She's like, you're too much of a pussy. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I briefly played football and. Basically was forced to quit by my father because I wasn't aggressive enough. Wow. 
I just quit by myself um, because I also was too much of a pussy for football. Football stuff. I mean, it's kind of supposed to suck. It's not for it's not for normal humans. Yeah. And like, you know, all the other sports stuff, I just got sick of it cutting into my weekends. And I was like, you know what? I like being a little bit more free. I don't like being locked in to... It's one of the reasons why uh, I really don't want to go see a fucking shrink. I don't like having a, a part of my week carved out for something every single time. So, like, if anything cool happens, I can't... Oh, I can't. I have this... I have to... Go to therapy. Well, hmm. the, the thing about scheduling things in advance, Kevin, is you can reschedule them if something else comes up. Not, not, not Jeff in football. There was a, a food festival thing, and the only thing, only days that were left were Sundays. And Jeff was like, God fucking wrestle, dazzle, fraggle, fraggle, uh, If you only had picked, maybe if you had picked a food festival that also showed football, it wouldn't have been an issue. Oh man, I hope they. I, I would hope they have TVs there. It was actually the food festival that I picked, but um, definitely not I, helping I, your case. Well, I subscribe <laughs> to a, a which call it like a a newsletter or um, a wait list, and I was supposed to be notified as soon as tickets went on sale. And as soon as tickets went on sale, I hit up Kevin. I was like, "Oh, dude, check this out." He clicked the link, and then from the time it took me to to message Kevin, from him actually looking at the link, the first two days sold out. The hell was that? This food festival that it was such a hot ticket. It's actually pretty sick. It's called hold on, is it Chain Fest? Chain Fest, and it's um, it's an um. It's a co. It's a co-production from BJ Novak, you know the, uh, the dude from The Office, and the mm-hmm. chef Tim's Tim Hollingsworth. Who I have no idea who they are or who he is, but I guess it's like a. Uh, it's just like a food festival of like a Michelin star restaurant or Michelin star chef, like his own spin on like famous fast food items. So like the uh, the 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 places that they have there are Jack in the Box, Panda Express, Pizza Hut, Sonic, Red Robin, Chili's, Dunkin' Donuts. Obviously, a couple of them aren't even fast food, but and I guess they have specialty cocktails um, from Guinness, Smirnoff, Crown Royal. The shit was expensive, though. I think it was like $90 a ticket or something. Yeah, it was really pricey. Did you go, Kevin? No. No, I don't think it's until December. Uh, uh, not until December. Yeah, the I article was... came out October 18th. I subscribed to the wait list. And then I think the the email went out on October 20th, and it was pretty much sold out like 20 minutes later. Fucking stupid. I mean, the, the thought of Pizza Hut-style pizza made by a Michelin star chef is boner-inducing. A pan pie, a Michelin star pan pie. One could say some pre-giz might come into my pants. It'll still be shitty fucking pizza. How fucking dare you? 
Alright, let me just top off my coffee real quick. I'm gonna put my dick in. I'm gonna <laughs> pop off a piece of my dick. Oh, wow. I guess they, according to this article, which I didn't even read further than the food, they amassed a 20 person wait or 20,000 person wait list. <laughs> okay. Well, that's why they <laughs> sold out so quick, Jeff. <laughs> 20,000 yeah, people sense. also got that email that tickets were on sale. <laughs> Usually people are late to things in LA. I figure they'd be even late to a digital wait list. Apparently not. Not when BJ Novak is involved. I wonder how much money he has. So he was like a producer for The Office, I think. He was a writer. He was a producer. He acted. So three paychecks, huh? Yeah. I'm sure um, he has a, a part in the new, the reboot that's coming. At least he gets a cut. Like the mafia. Gotta send BJ Novak his yeah, 1.5%. Gotta send him his points or else. His vig. To get a fucking... Get a house visit from BJ Novak. Like, Yo, where's my money? That office shit ain't free. BJ Novak? Yeah, I mean, Shuddy, we're talking about how much money you think he's worth. I would, I would imagine he's got a, uh, he's got a few bucks. He's See, he good. makes like a million every year off of the office. What, what do you guys think know. it is? His net worth? Yes. I feel like it might be surprising. Maybe like five mil. Oh, I was going to guess. I think surprising is fifty million. Well, I'm thinking surprisingly low. Yeah, I'm thinking surprisingly high. What's the good surprise? So you're Shane? at fifty million, and you're at five million, Kevin. Yeah. If you just divided Jeff's answer by Kevin's answer, you would get his answer. The truth: ten million. Hmm. As far as residuals, Wait, I've heard some. When stuff you just on, get ten, ten dollars. If you divide fifty million by five million, isn't that just oh, 10? yeah? No, no. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right, Jeff. Uh, you're right. You fucking dumbass. Got him. You've just been. I just yeah, fucking pussy. Just gets all over Shuddy's face. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what were we talking about? Uh, Kevin was saying something about residuals. Nah, it's not all. That oh yeah, Kevin. <laughs> I was um, I was interested, Kevin. Shuddy, can I have record parmesan? You can, uh, and just a a little tease for the Patreon parmesan. I have a story that is very pertinent to some of the new goings on in Kevin Kyle Kraft's life. So, oh my goodness, am I about to learn about myself? You are. Hopefully, you got the memo, and you're not gonna 
violate any rules of the new gang you've joined, but we'll we'll touch on that in oh, Patreon. Okay. Yeah, I know what you're going at, going for. Recording in progress. Cody, he just he just joined that gang. All right, don't badmouth it. I'm not gonna badmouth it. I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that Kevin doesn't do anything that gets him, you know, have to run a gauntlet and get beaten in, within a win, a winch an inch of his life. Are you waiting to receive sh- my limp penis? We should haze you, sag motherfuckers. The new ones. They sure. really should have to beat them in like a gang. <laughs> yeah, like, like when they join the Crips. Maybe when you cross the uh, the health health insurance threshold, maybe then they can beat you. <laughs> Don't beat me now. All right, I have dog shit health insurance. Ready to get this show on the road? From Los Angeles, California. For the Mad Scientist Party Hour.